Sometimes you gotta go back to actually move forward. I don't mean all the way back to dental school. Let's face it, that was an awful experience. But when it's all said and done, you still have questions. That's what Paul and Justin are here for. To answer your questions as your dental business mentors. What's up, everybody? This is Dr. Justin. I'm here with Dr. Paul Etchison. What's up, Paul? What's going on, Dr. Baller? <laughs> I love it. What's uh, what's new and exciting with you, man? Ah, oh, nothing, man. Just getting into my new work schedule. I, was, I think I mentioned to you that I, I stopped seeing hygiene and I stopped seeing new patients and just taking in all the glory and wonderfulness that comes with that. It's amazing. I don't want to say how much better our lives would be if we didn't have hygienists, but how much my better my life is that I'm not checking hygiene. That's what I want to say. There you go. Sure. I love I love my hygienist. But yeah, not, no, not too much, man. Things are good. I love it. I love it, man. Good. Well, you're looking good and young, and so I love no, it. No, thanks and, for noticing. Yeah, of course, man. <laughs> so what's the question for today? What are we talking about? Yeah, so we got a good one, and I like this one because I think a lot of people know this feeling, and they get it with their teams, and it, I think this is pretty universal. This person wrote in a question about, you know, my team gets really defensive when I correct them, and they want to be the coach for their team. They want to be like the mentor but they feel like they're kind of walking on eggshells and they the, the team's just very defensive and they can't tell them how to do anything. So they just stuff it down. So so what would you say? Like, what do we do when we feel like our team gets defensive when we correct them? All right. So a pretty common, right? I mean, I think anytime we're giving or receiving feedback, I think we need to be cognizant of the fact that defense and obstacles or roadblocks can, can come up. I think it's pretty common. And I would uh, subdivide it into kind of two categories. I would say, how is the message delivered? And then who is the recipient? Because there's traits and characteristics of the person who's delivering that may not be conducive to something being received well. So I think you have to look at both parts. So I always like to start with like the me thing. Okay. So like Justin, your team's getting defensive. Why is that the case? You know, is it an individual thing on their end or is it a me thing? And so what I do is I go through a little bit of a framework and, and it's pretty straightforward. Number one, Was I clear about what my expectations to the team members are? Number two is if I was clear about the expectations, did I provide them with support and training through some investment or maybe my own time or or pairing them with a superior team member to make sure that they can actually deliver on those expectations? So are they competent and confident in what they're doing? And then three, when I gave them feedback, did it come across as hey, look, you're doing such a great job with everything that, that's going on. It's really characteristic of you to follow through on X, Y, or Z task. But I have noticed when you're doing this, that this is the negative outcome. And the consequence of that negative outcome is, is X, Y, or Z, right? And now I just like to talk a little bit about what we can do to come up with a solution to that problem. And I think that last part Try not to spit out a solution, really try to stop and give them authorship in that moment. Like, like give them a chance to explain perhaps why it's happening and then also what can be done. And once you've arrived at that consensus, share your feedback and move forward. And if you're sitting here listening like, yeah, 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 I've done all that. I've, I've done the whole, here's the expectations. They know what they're supposed to be doing. I've told them multiple times. I've used the right tone, you know, as friendly. I supported them and I did everything I could. And if you're truly being honest about that, then you don't have a you issue, right? You have a team member issue. 
And it's important for you to understand who that team member is. And we go through surveys that we do before we hire. We know who's who. And there's just certain types of personalities that we won't hire. That's really saved us. So I would focus on those two things. Do you think you would hire my personality? <laughs> to be frank, you're completely unhirable as an employee, but <laughs> your, your, your rebel tendency is, and I'm in the same boat, you know, I would not I wasn't a, a good, good employee. employee. <laughs> I was a bad associate. I, I really was. When I look back on it, sometimes I cringe. You know, I, I think that's all great stuff that you said, you know, it's the delivery. And I love the give them, giving them authorship for the solution, because I think there's always going to be more follow through when you give them authorship. What pops into mind for this thing, this question is, is two things for me is what is the relationship between you and that team member? Because I've noticed as I've grown, the people that I don't know as well on a personal level are kind of hard to coach. It's awkward. And, and sometimes I feel like they take it a little bit more heavy than what I'm giving it to them. I'm just trying to like help you out, give you a little pointer. And I think they get a little defensive. Like, no, no, this, I, didn't, I only did it like this. The one time you watched, I did it like this. It's like, no, it's, it's cool. If, this was, if that's true or it's not true, it's cool. I don't care. I just, let's just get better. It's all good. But they don't, we don't have that relationship. It's, it's not as, as tight. Whereas my assistants can, they can tell me pretty much anything and they can use curse words at me and it's totally normal. Like that's the level of relationship that we have because we spend all day together. So I would say like, you know, is there a relationship there? Are you connecting with your team? Not a, I don't mean like a non, like outside of work level, even though I think you should, but are you connecting on a non-work level? Like just like, Hey, what's going on? How's your weekend? How's your husband doing? How's your, how's your wife? You know, how's your kids? Things like that. So that you have, it's more comfortable when you give that feedback. And then, and the other thing I said is, I'm thinking about is that how often are we complimenting our team and noticing that they're doing little things or just letting them know like, hey, you know, I, I just, I've asked some other team members about you and everyone says good things. Like nobody had anything negative to say. Like everyone's really happy with you. I'm really happy with you. I noticed the way you talk with patients. I know this, like, just look for compliments because if the only time they talk to you, you talk to someone is to give them something negative or criticism, that kind of, it's not a good feeling. I used to work with a boss, like, you know, the, the compliment feedback, compliment sandwich. And he would give the compliment like, hey, Etch, you know, I noticed your numbers are really good. And this was when I was associate. And it's like immediately I knew that was going to get followed up by something bad because he never talked to me otherwise. And he would never end it with a compliment. It was like he left the other button off. But you know, it's like you knew that and then you, you go on the defensive. And I think it reminds me of one of these things from Dale Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I can't remember what it was, but it was something that it was just so natural. It's such a natural human tendency to get defensive. A hundred percent. I agree. I mean, I think it's self-preservation, right? And we got to keep in mind that day to day, I think that there's the majority of people that we employ are actually trying to do their best. It's just not your best and it's not to your standard, but they are trying to do their best. And sometimes it just doesn't make the cut, right? You can do your best and try out for a team, but you still might not make the cut because there's other people who whose standards are a little higher. They're doing a little better. They're outperforming you. And and so I think the way to look at this, and you've, you've mentioned a couple of these things, was important is to definitely keep a good relationship with as many of your team members as you can. If it's not feasible because of the size of your team, how you treat the ones that you do have a touch point with, like your leadership team, who then goes to talk to the other folks, is super important. One pearl that somebody taught me years ago that I've been applying universally is really the team behaves and mirrors our behavior to a large extent or those of their superiors in some way, or at least that's how they perceive it. They're a superior, right? So their manager, their their team lead. 
And if they're mirroring that behavior, every time they bring something to that individual, whether it's me or someone else, and it's met with defense, and it's met with an explanation for everything, guess what? What are you going to get more of? Because what you put out to them is exactly the opposite of what you expect from them. And that's really contradictory and it's hypocritical and people will pick up on that real quick. So I think it's really important to just take a step back and ask yourself, Hey, you know, how do I, and that's why I started this off with giving and receiving feedback. The receiving part of feedback is such a critical component of how to train people, how to receive it from you when you give it, in my opinion. Yeah. And that's so true. And listeners have heard me talk about psychological safety. And that's like a big thing is like, you want to solicit feedback from your team. And I'm always soliciting feedback from my team. And they will tell me things that I, in the back of my mind, am like, you've got to be kidding me. And I want to defend myself, but you can't, you've got to resist that urge. You just got to take that feedback and say, okay, yeah, no, thank you for sharing that for me. I'm going to, I'm going to take that into account in the future. Yeah. Because you want that feedback, but also, yeah, they're going to mirror you. And I didn't even think about that. Like, like if you are a defensive leader and every time they bring you something, one, they're probably not going to bring you many things because they don't want to hear you get defensive. Absolutely. And, and, and I don't know about you, but I'm thinking about two people on my team that I give feedback to probably, I'd probably like to give more feedback to, to be honest, because I know they're going to get defensive and that's just the employee. That's yeah. just how these two people are. And they probably don't get as much feedback from me as they deserve, but I'm kind of scared of them, you know? And, and so, so I just want to be completely honest. I mean, I don't, I don't walk around and give feedback all day and people just take it on my team. I mean, I got humans too. So a hundred percent. So how you receive it's important, right? Having a relationship with them and, and a high trust relationship. And they know that, you know, you do really care about them. You're not trying to just crack a whip and you actually genuinely are interested in them and care about them. That helps, right? Of course it helps. And I think it makes your day better in general. So why would you not want to take a genuine interest in the team members you have? And if you feel like, oh, I don't want to get to know them. Well, find new team members that you do want to get to know. I think really, I know it's easier said than done, but that's what we do is like, if we don't hire someone we feel like we couldn't work with or talk to or connect with on a personal level. We're not all hanging out by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, you are hanging out and having water cooler conversations at work and you got to enjoy those. And so I would say, yeah, that's definitely there. And I, I know we want to keep these under 10 minutes. So I'll wrap this up with two more, two more quick points. One is when we give our team feedback, it's best to, in my opinion, when you're doing something on the fly, to not do it on the fly, you know, because it can come across wrong. So if you're frustrated or irritated or whatever, don't do it on the fly. Important to catch people when they're good instead. Do that on the fly. Like anytime you see good behavior that you want, do it. It's so simplistic, but it's so powerful, right? Mm -hmm. Catch them when they're good. Don't catch them on one-offs when they're not good. When they're not good, Take it into account, make note of it, bring it up at a meeting, a pre-scheduled meeting or a time where you can both sit and talk. So it's not on the fly. It's not quick and you can plan it, right? Mm-hmm. If, you, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail, so to speak. So definitely take that into consideration for what it's worth. Yeah. And, and not in front of the whole team. hundred percent. hundred percent. I've made that mistake yeah. as well. Unless, unless Paul, of course you have a team where like a healthy level of discussion is important. Like I've got a leadership team. We meet True. once a week. We can call each other out on our stuff all the time. And it happens in such a nice way where it flows and everyone leaves there feeling a little better. One last thing actually that came to mind because I want to, I want this to be on your guys' minds is you will never fail in when someone comes to you and gives feedback and you, they say to you, hey, Paul, honestly, thank you so much for bringing this up to me. I know how hard it can be to bring feedback to your boss, so to speak. But it just shows me how much you care about me to actually be able to say that. And I appreciate that. 
All good advice, man. So, hey, send us your questions, info at dentalbusinessmentor.com.